now that we made some money for our sponsors, let's go back to making the liberals crazy. The Handman is back on the radio right now. The media coverage set a new record and a new standard. One, I was tempted to ask you why you like Oprah so much, but I, I think I'll go on to the question that... Uh, why do I like Oprah? <laughs> what kind of a question is it? Yeah, I'm just asking. Just curious. But he's the a, real question... He's a comedian here. Uh, thank you, Mr. President. I wanted to challenge you on, on one of the statements that you made in the tail end of the campaign uh, in, in the midterms. That here, this, here we go. That, well, if you don't go, mind, Mr. President, Come on. that this caravan was an invasion. As you know, I, Mr. President, I consider it to be an invasion. As you know, Mr. President, the caravan was not an invasion. It's a, it's a, a group of migrants moving up from Central America towards the border with the U.S. Thank you for telling and me that. I why, why, did you, why did you characterize it as such? Uh, because and, I consider it an invasion. You and I have a difference of opinion. But, uh, Honestly, I think you should let me run the country. You run CNN. All right. And if you did it well, your ratings well, let would me be ask, much better. If I, if I okay, may ask one enough. other question. Mr. President, if I may, if I may right, ask Peter, one other question, are you worried? That's enough. That's Mr. enough. Mr. President, I, well, that's I was enough. going to ask one of the other folks. That's had, enough. Pardon me, ma'am. I'm, I'm, Mr. Excuse President, me. That's enough. Mr. President, I had one other Peter, question, if go. I may ask. I'll tell you what. CNN should be ashamed of itself having you working for them. You are a rude terrible person. You shouldn't be working for CNN. Go ahead. I, I think that's unfair. You're a very rude person. The way you treat Sarah Huckabee is horrible. And the way you treat other people are horrible. You shouldn't treat people that way. Go ahead. In, in, go in ahead, Jim, Peter. Go in, ahead. In Jim's defense, I've traveled with him and watched him. He's a diligent reporter who busts Well, I'm not like a big fan of, of yours either, so I understand. Know, to be honest. So me- right. That was part of the president's uh, press conference yesterday. Some 90 minutes, 68 questions. The hostility in the room was beyond palpable. Uh, this is it's now reached a level of hatred, uh, bias, um, almost psychosis in, in the case of many. You know, I keep saying that they're really journalism in America. The way we knew it is dead. It is gone. Uh, there's a pretense. They call themselves news channels. They they don't like the fact that I say that I am a talk show host, talk show host. I have many roles. I'm honest about my roles. Sometimes we do straight news. We just talk about whatever, whatever that news happens to be. God forbid a shooting like we saw earlier today. I cover that as a straight news story until we have more information. Uh, other times we do investigative journalism. We've broken a lot of stories about Obama, his background, his radical ties that the rest of the media ignored. We also broke stories about the deep state, the abuse of power, the corruption at the highest levels of the DOJ and the FBI, those stories were broken. A lot of times I give very strong opinion. I don't hide my conservatism. I don't hide that I support the president and really want him to succeed. But these guys claim that they're journalists. They claim they work for news organizations. But it's now become every second, every minute, every hour of every day. It's just a a palpable, outright hatred, contempt of Trump married to and coupled with an agenda that is all things Democrats. Anyway, Bill O'Reilly joins us uh, now, I think his fourth week, number one with his brand new book uh, that is out there. I've read it cover to cover. It's part of his killing series. And uh, Bill O'Reilly, congratulations. What is it, four weeks now, number one? Yeah, killing the SS is, uh, you know, befuddling them at the New York Times. It'll be number one on Sunday again. And uh, I appreciate all your help getting the word out. About the book, Sean. Very nice. Well, of you I'm going to tell it. you what I really liked about the book, and then we can go back to my question in a minute. I really firmly believe that 
most Americans, the overwhelming majority of Americans are just good people. And these are people that work hard, play by the rules, pay their taxes, raise their kids, obey the laws. They do everything right. And they end up getting screwed a lot of times by government. But what I have discovered is it's really hard for good people to wrap their arms around the fact that there is evil. You know, uh, the former Soviet Union under Stalin, evil, communism, fascism, uh, Nazism, which your book goes into in, in deep, deep detail and finding these people years after the, the murders and the atrocities and the evil was per perpetrated on their fellow man. Our modern day evil is radical Islamists, Al Qaeda, ISIS. There is evil, but most people don't want to, you know, wrap their arms around it. We look away, and they did that in Germany, and we're seeing a rise of evil in America. Look at the shooting out in California uh, today. I mean, it, it's like every week, and this is evil. And, um, if you kill somebody like that, you're evil. You're right. Yeah. I mean, and, and so there's the old cliche, if you see something, say something. Um, and that's how everybody can fight evil. You see evil, find somebody to tell whether it's the authorities, whether it's somebody's parents, what it may be, don't turn away from evil, as the Germans did with the SS in uh, 75 years ago. Yeah. Uh, before I get into the issues of the press, and you spent a big portion of your career working in the media, uh, you know, I look at the history. When Bill Clinton had his first midterm election, he lost eight Senate seats and he lost 52 House seats. Barack Obama lost six Senate seats and 63 House seats. And I kind of like to look at things through the prism of history a little bit. And the 30-some-odd seats that the president lost in the House in his first midterm, and it looks like three Senate seat pickups on his part, seems to me to have really bucked a trend. And the states where he campaigned, Florida, Tennessee, Georgia, uh, North Dakota, Indiana, Missouri, uh, Texas in particular, did really well. How do you interpret these results? Well, I think the Senate's going to be 54 Republicans, and um, so obviously that's a victory for the Republican Party. And the, my analysis on BillOReilly.com was that people didn't vote against the House candidates for policy reasons. So the economy's good, strong, everybody knows it. Foreign policy, pretty robust. You don't hear about ISIS anymore. That's a huge victory that uh, I think Mr. Trump should tout a little bit more than he does. Because on policy basis... Both Obama and Clinton had big problems in their first terms. Uh, Trump been pretty successful in policy. He's been pretty successful. So uh, if he can moderate his personal um, agenda a little bit, then that will he'll be a stronger candidate two years from now. So look, there have been a lot of people. Everyone seems to think, well, Hannity, you have so much influence with the president. And if I did, well, way early in the campaign when he was running, I said at one point, this was during the primaries, I said, you know, you need to stop tweeting. Yeah, he doesn't like you anyway. He yeah. told me that. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, he doesn't like you. I don't blame him. No, uh, he just knows you have the highest rated show on yeah. cable. When I had um, the highest rated show on cable, he liked me. Now he doesn't hey, like by, me. By the way, I want to bring you back. It's a lot easier being number two, O'Reilly. I just want you to know that. I, you know? Listen, I know. I mean, I'm, I'm watching what's happening to you and the other successful uh, <laughs> uh, Fox News people. And look, but that happened to me, as you know, for 15 years. Well, I'm happened to people me. on Listen, my front lawn for 15 years. It's happened to all of us. Yeah, Anyb anybody that is different. because, And this is what I really want to get into. You know, I'm looking at these articles today and these tweets. Uh, look at Rachel Maddow. She's giving out information. Resist. It's happening. 
This is a break the glass in case of emergency plan to protect the Mueller investigation. 5 p.m. local time, protest tomorrow. She's talking about 900 protests around the country. Um, you saw, I'm sure, what happened to our, our friend and, and our colleague, Tucker Carlson, and what happened at his house. I know you've been through it. I've been through it. I've been through it for 20 years. Uh, things that I can't even mention on this radio program. Um, I've had white powder sent to my office. I had an assistant of mine literally 11 hours in in isolation thinking it was anthrax because that's what they said it was. We've had ricin sent to the president, secretary of defense, FBI director. We have all these people confronted in restaurants. Now Tucker Carlson's home and family are being threatened. Right, They're getting right up in our face right where we live. Yeah. And something's going to happen. Well, look, they're inciting violence. That's a crime. Uh, so I hope that uh, some of those people are prosecuted by the D.C. authorities, federal offense in the district. In my house, it got so bad I had to have people live in, inside my house. Security people actually sleep in my house. And people say, hey, O'Reilly, come back to TV. You know, we miss you all that. You know what? I don't miss that. I don't miss having people, security guards, armed guards sleeping inside my house. I've had the same thing. It's horrible. Yeah. You know, and my kids way, are looking I, at me like, is this Uncle Fred? Yeah. You know, come on. Uh, it, it is so out of control. Yet, uh, do we see a New York Times editorial on that? Uh, no. Well, mostly we keep it private. I mean, mostly. Well, yeah, but they know it's happening. They know Antifa. you got these groups, and they're on the net, and they put out something, meet at so-and-so's house at 3 o'clock, or, uh, hey, uh, Senator Cruz is in a restaurant. Uh, everybody get over there so we can't eat. I mean, who's doing that? Who's doing that? Who's it's who, on the who, far left. That's who's doing it. And it's like we were just talking about it. That's evil. You don't turn away from that. So I hope these people who are inciting violence, I hope they're charged. That's the only way it's going to stop. You know, I said recently, and I know the, the media that ignored all that was happening to Secretary Nielsen and Sarah Sanders. Sarah Sanders has her kids with her and Ted Cruz. Yeah. Pam Bondi couldn't even go to a movie by herself. And all these other incidents, Mitch McConnell, all the rhetoric leading up to it, it's, it's the mob mentality, and people feel free to really get in your grill. We saw it happen to our other our co former colleague of yours, colleague, you know, Brian uh, Kilmeade, Tucker Carlson. Our home addresses are now being plastered all over the Internet by Antifa and other groups. Uh, you know, a lot of these people we're talking about have families, they have children, they have wives, and it's, it's extraordinarily dangerous. And I remember when, for example, people were complaining that the crowds at the Trump rallies say, you know, CNN sucks, and they do, uh, or fake news, and they said, that's going to lead to violence. I said, wait a minute, I'm the first one. If I'm there, I will jump on stage in the crowd, and I will fight for you. And I don't particularly like them individually. I would not let anybody lay a hand on any reporter, ever. I stand behind that. And, you know, with the Acosta thing, I wrote a column on BillOReilly.com, and I, I didn't like to write this column because I've been, as you point out, around for a long, 45 years, 45 years in the journalism industry. I don't want to uh, encourage anybody to lose their credentials. I said yesterday, right after that display, that the um, Trump administration should pull his credentials. And here's why. His job is to get a information to the American people, right? That's a job of the White House correspondent. It's a prestigious job. I think John Roberts of Fox is the best of them, okay? But it's an important job because you don't get constant access to the president. 
So when I saw Acosta jump up and then give his opinion, this is the first thing he did. He didn't ask a question. He basically said, ah, you know this caravan. They're not an invasion force. You know that. Like, you're a liar. You're an idiot. Okay? And you know that this is a fallacious uh, situation. Well, hold it. That's not your job. All right? Your job is if you want to get that a point, you say, some people believe you've overstated that the, uh, the caravan is an invasion force. Um, do you see their point? That's how you ask that question. Let me ask you this, because um, you did get interviews with Obama. Uh, how many times did you interview him? Three. I said at the time when he was president, for me, that would be an almost impossible interview because you respect the office. Let's say I, I asked him about Bill Ayers, Bernadine Dorn, questions I would have asked right. that I felt he never really got questioned or pushed on. Or I asked him more about Reverend Wright or if he ever met Farrakhan. It turns out there's a picture eight years later. It was hidden from everybody. I would not have the luxury of really being rude to the president because I respect the office. It's the hardest. It's the and hardest. You could have asked those questions and you would have. I, but that would you be would it. have in a way that was certainly appropriate. Look, you know. I, when I, I interviewed five prisoners. All right. Mm -hmm. And I asked all of them very tough questions. You can Google O'Reilly Obama, O'Reilly Bush, the younger O'Reilly Bill Clinton. And you could see mm -hmm. because absolutely you just hit it right on the head. You respect the office. I do. I really right. do. Every, and every journalist is trained to do that. So Acosta knows that. I mean, he's not an idiot. But you hear the language on. on but he's a grandstander. They he's call doing him a liar. It. I've heard, you know, racist, liar, liar, racist, you know, every day. Yeah, and, and, but I want to I just, so your audience understands this crystal clear. Acosta knew what he was going to do, and that is provoke Donald Trump. He wasn't there to ask a question or elicit information. He was there to provoke him. He also knew that his masters at CNN wanted that provocation. They wanted mm -hmm. it, all right? So he knew he was going to get uh, lauded. And he knew that the club was going to stand behind him. The club is the other White House correspondents, yeah. and which they absolutely have. So he knew that by provoking the president rather than trying to do his job by getting information about the caravan, all right, would get him on Colbert, on The View, would get him a raise at CNN, and maybe a book deal. Killing SS, number one on the New York Times list. Bill O'Reilly, thanks for being with us. Uh, 800-941-SEAN, toll-free telephone number. Quick break, right back, we'll continue. Hey, you really want to know what matters in life? Details matter. Now, some of you know I used to work in construction, and I love finish work because I love the detail, and I love the fact you can't skimp, cut corners, or guess what? It's not going to be a great project. Now, when it comes to protecting your home and your family, you want the best, and that best company is Simply Safe Home Security. And unlike other companies, it's not hardwired. You don't have to pay for installation. There's no contract to sign. $14.99, and you get the latest, best technology available on the market. When they started on this program, they only had five employees, now over 1,000, protecting millions of us, including myself. Now, the great design of Simply Safe is it's a system set up that it can't fail. No frustration. You can literally put it together in about 10 minutes. That's how simple it is. And they have thought about every possible bad outcome, a, a power outage, a down Wi-Fi or wires, and no trouble. Let not your heart be troubled because the system still works. 
And unlike any other home security company, no installation fees, no contract to sign, the best in the business, the latest, greatest technology, Simply Safe Home Security, $14.99 a month. And you need to protect your home and your family. Just go to simplysafehannity.com. Simplysafehannity.com. You'll save 10% at simplysafehannity.com. Sean Hannity.